0: What?
1: What? about. 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 What? It's about. What? 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 What's about, 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 about?
0: Hello, and welcome to What It's About, the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions. We are your hosts, Claire and.
1: Kyle. Hello, friends. How are you today, Claire? <laughs> I
0: am enjoying the Chinese National Holiday,
1: Dragon Boat Festival. Dragon
0: Boat Festival. Um, actually, do you know what Dragon Boat Festival is based on? Because it's actually very sad.
1: I thought they were. It was like a race.
0: No, apparently, this dude. Back when China wasn't China and it was seven countries, this dude was like a poet and advisor to one of the emperors of one of the countries. And he was like, don't make war with the other country. And the emperor was like, oh, screw you, and kicked him out. And then his country got defeated by the other country. And he was so sad, he jumped into a river and drowned. And then the villagers tried to race after him in their boats to save him, but they could not. So then they didn't want the fish to eat him, so they threw Zhongzi in the river. So the fish would eat the Zhongzi instead of eating him.
1: I see that's uh, pretty tragic
0: yeah and completely illogical as well like why would like why would throwing like steamed rice in the river help in the sort of situation <laughs> like that wouldn't be my go to
1: um, did you eat any zongzi today
0: no i hate them really yeah i really don't like them that's their sticky and sweet but like weirdly leafy at the same time I don't know it's not my thing
1: I really like them actually Do if you, you can get the the veggie ones the ones that don't have bits of pork in the middle yeah um but yeah I love the sticky rice oh no I, love I it.
0: always get given them by like my company you know they'll be like happy dragon boat here's a box of jongza and then I just give them to my downstairs neighbors they love it
1: oh I love them
0: mm, no 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 not for me anyway how are you are you enjoying the holiday Extra day off?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm, I've had a lazy weekend so far, producing music, doing, you know, playing video games, watching television, just living the dream, Claire. Faffing around.
0: I love a good faff. <laughs> should we do... <laughs> what? Why is that funny? Okay, should we do five facts? I feel like we should move on.
1: Let's do it.
0: Okay, fact number one. All mine are animal-related today, Um, and I think you might know this one. Uh, Did you know that cats, adult cats, do not meow to each other? They only meow to humans.
1: No, I do not believe that.
0: Yeah, it's a real thing. So, apparently, baby cats, also called kittens, um, they meow to their mums for, like, you know, attention, and I'm hungry, and love me. And then if cats were just left on their own doing their own thing... They and didn't interact with humans. They would stop meowing. They don't meow to each other. So they do. They like communicate through their body language, and they communicate by they'll like hiss at each other sometimes. And if they're in pain, they'll do like a scream. And we've all heard the um, horny cat in the alley. You know the. Meow.
1: <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say the cat. The cats in my alley. Make more noise. Like, sometimes it it can be heard clearly above the television, which is sitting right Mm -hmm. in front of me. Mm -hmm. And they're at least half a block away.
0: Yeah, they are loud. Um, But just the general... You know, like, your cat will be like, meow, give me attention to wandering around the house.
1: That's, That's human. That's
0: human. So your cat has learned that, like, you are the mother in this scenario. You are the provider of food, love, and attention. So she makes baby noises to make you love her more
1: <laughs> <laughs> it worked <laughs> spoiler alert
0: <laughs> isn't that so cute
1: um that is pretty cute i'm still not also sure i believe care. it but also it's cute. i mean
0: you'll have to take that up with um vets and scientists not me but um the internet says it
1: um okay so uh just at the end of May, there was a NFT drop. You remember we did our episode mm-hmm. on NFTs? I'm familiar. Non-fungible tokens. Exactly. Um, so they were selling um, a very famous YouTube video. Okay. Uh, do you know which one? No. Charlie bit me.
0: <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Charlie just, bit me that was so the, cute. The, uh,
1: so also called Charlie bit my finger. Uh-huh. Um, this is like one of the original like meme YouTube videos.
0: That was like the first ever viral video. Yeah, right? Like yeah, I remember yeah. watching it on like a janky old phone screen. <laughs> Charlie bit me.
1: Um <laughs> so they so the person who recorded and posted the video which is the dad of Charlie, the mm. dad of the two kids was selling it as an NFT and as part of the deal, he was going to delete it off of his YouTube account. <gasps> um, so this, you know, this video has several hundred thousand, several hundred billion views. Yeah. Like
0: it's insane.
1: And um, the winner of the NFT auction paid $760,000 to, to own the rights to this video. And then after he won, he told the dad, no, don't delete it. I want it to stay online on YouTube.
0: Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Charlie bit me. (laughs) I want to watch that now. (laughs) That's really cool. I still don't really understand NFTs. Anyway. um, Next animal related fact. Did you know that a single strand of spider silk is thinner than a human hair, but it's five times stronger than steel of the same width.
1: Well, steel of the same width would be...
0: Very thin. Yes. But, so a spider silk is so, so, so strong that this is um, an estimate. They haven't
1: tested it.
0: That a rope just two inches thick could stop a Boeing 747.
1: I would like to see that test. <laughs> uh. With no with no people on board, I hope,
0: <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Think about it two inches that's this much
1: surely they've they've well it,
0: how would you gather that much Oh, I don't like, like <laughs> I, actually, let's change the topic. it's making me ugh.
1: um. Oh, oh. I, uh, you God, know.
0: imagine, like, harvesting that. Uh, <laughs>
1: I had a different fact, but now I want to use my spider-related facts. Oh, okay. Um, do you know why spider legs curl up when they die?
0: Oh, God, that's so disgusting. Oh, don't, you're, like, looking behind uh, me, and I'm <laughs> like, is there a spider? Um, I feel like I do know, but I can't tell you.
1: It's because uh, spiders have no muscles in their legs, so they rely on their blood pressure...
0: Oh, to, yeah. to
1: keep their to keep their legs out. So when they die and their blood stops flowing, then their legs just collapse and the collapse state is curled up for a so spider.
0: Basically what you're telling me is a spider is a walking eight-legged erection. Aren't we all? <laughs> okay. Last animal one. Um what do you reckon is the biggest penguin that has ever existed on Earth? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I mean, all penguins are like a foot high, right? It can't be that big. Okay, right But
0: Broaden your mind, Kyle. Think about all of time, all of Earth, how big is the biggest penguin?
1: It's like a prehistoric penguin. It is
0: a prehistoric penguin.
1: Oh shit. Uh, I have no idea.
0: Um, so these penguins existed around 37 million years ago. So you're not going to be seeing them anytime soon. This
1: post-dinosaur era.
0: Yeah. They stood six foot eight inches high. No way. What (laughs) the flip.
1: Um, What were their predators?
0: I have no idea. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't even know what animals existed 37 million years ago. Um, They're called colossus penguins. Dope. Imaginative name. Um, and apparently they would look eye to eye with LeBron James.
1: Dope. <laughs>
0: Imagine a penguin that big.
1: this you know what it reminds me of. It's like the uh, the kind of famous internet question, like, would you rather fight? <laughs> uh, I love this. <laughs> it's like, would you rather fight a hundred horse-sized chickens? <laughs> Or one chicken sized horse? Uh, no, the, the opposite. One horse. Fuck. Uh, would you rather fight a hundred horse sized chickens? No. no. A <laughs> hundred no. chicken sized horses. So a bunch of tiny horses or one giant fucking chicken.
0: Um, bunch of tiny horses, obviously, just kick them. Problem solved. <laughs> How would imagine chickens? Also, are unbelievably vicious animals. <laughs> vicious, vicious animals. Yeah, a big chicken. No.
1: Um, actually, I, I read I read online once that uh, somebody did like a scientific breakdown <laughs> of which would be be better to fight, and they basically said that the. Um, I mean I don't know how much you're You know this is like sci-fi movie Argument now You know it's like if you're if you're arguing for the existence of a giant chicken, then you have to argue for all the things that come with it. But the the scientist was basically saying that the chicken's features at scale could not sustain itself. Like it's like a chicken's legs only work because a chicken is so fucking tiny and light. And you can't yeah. you can't just scale that up to make it a big leg because it's still just not strong enough to sustain a chicken. And similarly, like the wings, like chickens can't fly, but they can kind of fly. You kind know? of fly. And, They're like but, shit
0: flyers. But they like at,
1: at scale it would hardly be able to move and it mm. wouldn't be able to fly at all and it, you know it would be it would not be a hard animal to fight. Um, but like but again it's like the, the size, size of the yeah. egg. <laughs>
0: like think how many omelets you could make from one egg. <laughs> you could feed a village and brunch for all.
1: <laughs> um yeah. Is that that our five (laughs) facts? Yeah. We kind of derailed on that one.
0: Welcome to the main segment. Kyle, Uh, what are we talking about? So,
1: today I want to talk about the digitization, digitalization of.
0: Digitization?
1: Digitization. The digitizing of our media. Okay. Um, specifically, I was reading a very interesting article, which was actually a, a few years old, um, but it was arguing that Netflix is ruining television. Okay. Um, simply because they are doing a lot of the investment, uh, to be clear, when I say Netflix, I mean, Netflix, Amazon, fucking yeah, like the Peacock, streamings. whatever, you know, whatever's out there now. Peacock? Peacock is the one owned by NBC.
0: I've never, I've literally never heard of This
1: that. is why the, the office is no longer on Netflix because it moved to a Peacock exclusive.
0: Oh, okay.
1: People are very upset about that one.
0: I like the office. It's good background.
1: Uh, good foreground also. Mm. Um, but uh, but basically, Netflix and Amazon and these guys are doing a lot of the investment into new television shows. Yeah. Um, it's not so much network TV that, that's kind of doing the big expenditures on um, what would be kind of landmark, you know, new classic TV series.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because of the way their viewership works, they're always looking for the next big thing. And not focusing on developing the content that they have, so the average Netflix series is less than two seasons long. That's sad. And uh, you know they are they're notorious for taking a TV show that people really like and just killing it because it's not making enough money or something like that. And the article was was basically saying that. It's kind of fueling a culture where the content creators are just constantly focused on what they're doing next rather than building out something long. And, it, you know, it, 10 years from now, we're not going to have any classic TV shows. We're not going to have any kind of famous, long-running, uh, valuable television content. It's all going to be things that were canceled after a season or two that nobody wants to rewatch because... Uh, because they know that it just got a shitty ending or got canceled.
0: Mm, I hate it. You know, when something's been canceled and you're like, oh, there was one series left in that and I didn't get the ending I wanted.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but I I just think it's interesting because I'm, I'm seeing this across the board in lots of other... I mean, it's definitely happening in the music industry. Um, and I think... Uh, lots of lots of other industries also and I I just thought it was worth worth talking about what's the last television show you watched that was like a real long hauler like something six seasons plus
0: I can tell you exactly I watched um during the you know our kind of funny little lockdown I started I watched all of Grey's Anatomy oh dear which is insane it's like 17 seasons or something. I've okay. seen it all. Okay, that's a lot of television.
1: Those are hour-long episodes, yeah?
0: 45 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, chappador. Um But yeah, I watched it all. And that's amazing because you see, like, the arc of the characters. It's very episodic. I mean, there were definitely times where I was, like, napping, you know, and maybe missed an episode. <laughs> um, so it's not like... Um, I think you're proving their
1: point a little bit on that one.
0: <laughs> Damn it. But it's it's not like, um, you know, something like Game of Thrones where you're like this, you know, epic story where you yeah. await every episode eagerly. But actually for what I wanted, it was like perfect, like easy to watch, nice. I liked and knew the characters. I knew the story. I understood the world. Like it was fun and I really enjoyed it. And I do think we're seeing less of those really long haul things. But I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing because I think it gives more opportunity for more people to create, more opportunity for more types of shows. And I think if things are shorter, um, there's more room for tr- like trial and error. Because like, if everyone's like, okay, where's the next Grey's Anatomy? Where's the next thing that's going to run for 17 seasons and you know exist forever? Um, maybe they won't take a gamble on something that like, will that work? Will it not work? you know
1: but i think the the issue is that it's not easy to tell in two seasons mm. if something is working or not Yeah, especially when you're what you're talking about with like the character development over over six years or something, you know, just just having such a short TV series like that, you know, you're missing out on what could be a lot of valuable television. And according to the data, they're not seeing what works and choosing to develop those out. I mean, they are, of course, in some cases, but. On average, what they're doing is just making two seasons of it and then canning it and moving on to something else.
0: But why what's their what's the, the reasoning behind that? Because it must work if Netflix are doing it. like one would assume they research this shit. I
1: think it I think it works to drive new subscribers to their service, mm. which is their Netflix's number one goal at the moment. yeah of
0: course yeah and I think we have to remember right that they're they're
1: not here for art, they're here to make money, like they're just right. a, a platform, yeah um i it just it does sadden me a little bit and i and I hate to be the kind of old you know kind of take the old man approach to it. We're like back in my day, <laughs> we could have watched t v for ages um t v
0: used to be shit though. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, think about... Think about, like, TV that you watched in, like, the late 90s or early noughties. Like, it was, like, sitcom, 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 mm. like, soap, mm. sitcom, soap, The Simpsons, done. Mm-hmm. Like, there's barely any TV. Like, now, you watch TV and... I, like, I love... If I had to pick, do you want to watch sit down and watch a TV series or do you want to sit down and watch a film? If it's a good TV series, I will, would prefer that over a film. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, now you have, like... Ten hours of film quality content to watch, um, and there's some like amazing stuff out there that I just absolutely love. I love TV as a format, um, but yeah, I think like the budgets are so high. Things cost so much. Things can be so well made. Like Game of Thrones is an amazing example. I can't imagine that ever being made in like the nineties. Well, I mean, like what would you have done? Like set your tape recorder in case you missed an episode.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Um, but I so, you know, looking back to some of my favorite TV shows, I think probably The Sopranos is, I think, still probably my favorite TV show of all time. I
0: haven't seen The Sopranos. So I should watch it. Oh, it's
1: great. But um, the probably the first two seasons of The Sopranos is warm up.
0: That's a hell of a lot of warm up, though.
1: It is, like, yeah, but that's how, that's how HBO shows used to be. Like, did you watch The Wire?
0: Oh, I think I watched it half of the first season and gave up.
1: Because it's warm up. Yeah. Because it's you know the at the, the, the you That's know the, the beginning is, of is these it like TV set shows. Set in Baltimore or something. Yes. And it's
0: a police dudes.
1: Yeah. Mm. So the beginning of these TV shows, you're just kind of introducing the characters, setting up the storylines, things like that. Things used to not really get cooking until late season two, season three. Oh,
0: I'm not about that. When people are like, "Oh my God, it's so great," but you just have to get through season one, two, and three, <laughs> and then it's great. And I'm like, no, (laughs) fuck that. If someone's like, this is amazing. The first episode is a bit slow, but get through it. I'll be like, okay, all right. But get through the first three seasons. I'm like, oh my God.
1: So you are the short attention span that Netflix is catering to. (laughs) Yes. How old are you? 28. Okay.
0: (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) What do you mean? Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, what, did I you just ever... don't want
0: to sit and be bored <laughs> for twenty hours waiting for something to be good. It's
1: about storytelling, Claire.
0: <laughs> no, I think your bar for TV for what's good is just very low. <laughs> You're like, I'll watch this crap. <laughs>
1: That's not true. I'm just I'm willing to invest my time in it if it's going to pay off.
0: But how do you know until you've done it? I. <laughs> Like how can you answer that? Like, what if you sit through the first three seasons of something shit, and it's still shit and boring and slow?
1: It's about the journey, not the <laughs> destination, Claire. Uh, um, uh. Did you did you watch um, what was the uh, what was that network that absolutely fucking tanked during a pandemic? Quibi, right? What? Quibi. Q-U-I-B-I. You I never n- heard of it? Never heard of it. Okay, so Quibi was a TV platform mm-hmm. that was mobile-based. So all the TV shows were vertical, not horizontal. Oh. And the episodes were five to seven minutes long.
0: Oh, that's really short.
1: But they were all produced like full-on tel- television shows. Mm-hmm. And it failed spectacularly. Why? Because nobody gave a shit, nobody subscribed to it, nobody was watching TV shows, the content had no value. I don't
0: want, like, what can you get out of something, I mean, I feel bad even saying this, because actually there are some, like, short films which are really poignant, but there's a reason why short films, like, don't make money. Like, I don't want to watch something that's five minutes long. That's, like, too long if I just want, like, something to entertain me. Then I want, Charlie, bit me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. It's golden. Or I want, like, I love, like, a good hour. Like, in England, because we have the BBC, we don't have shitty adverts all the time. Um, so TV shows are a solid hour, and I really like that.
1: Um, do you spend a lot of time on YouTube? No. Because I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, and it's... It's a different type of content, but it's a lot of kind of short, medium length content or probably the, you know, the average video that I watch on there is five minutes to 20 minutes. Mm. Um, But it's more like personalities. it's not, you know, they're not produced fictional content like that.
0: Yeah. I think lately there've been some really amazing TV series made, which were never meant to have long runs. So have you seen Fleabag? No. Fleabag is... Fucking amazing! It's like it's British. It's written by and st- written by, directed and starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So she wrote the first season of Killing Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, she is amazing. So funny, like absolutely incredible. And she always said, so it's she started that actually. She did created this character Fleabag and did um, like a twenty minute stand up set in Edinburgh at the Fringe Festival as this character, and then. From that, it ended up becoming, like, a, a TV series. Um, but she always said no matter what, she'd only ever do two seasons. Mm-hmm. And she did two seasons. And, like, incredible. They're so good. Like, won loads of awards. So really it's, like the, pr- it's like it's pr- like
1: Seinfeld where the TV episodes are based on the stand-up?
0: No, it's just that's how she got, like, the seed of the idea for the character.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, Like, that's
0: just where it came from. Um, and so I think they're, they're only like 30 minute episodes and there's maybe 10 per season, like it's short, but it's so, so good. Um, and I think like, I loved it. If she said, actually, I'm going to do a third season, I'd be so happy. Like it's so good, but I don't think she will. And I think that kind of keeps it like each season is quite distinct and it kind of, it keeps it like more, I'm going to sound like such a dick as I say this, it keeps it more pure. Because it's like, this is what it Mm -hmm. was intended to be. Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, when something goes on and on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Like the main character dies. Oh, like, God. Do you remember, have you ever watched Charmed? You know, The Power of Three. No. (laughs) The three sister witches. And then one of the sister witches quit. And they were like, oh, we found a (laughs) half-sister over here in the cupboard. (laughs) Still fine. Like, you're like, come on, guys.
1: Okay, but here's the thing. I mean, going back to The Office because a lot of people were you know when when michael left the office the main character mm. what's his name the actor's name
0: i literally don't know
1: uh steve okay <laughs> uh, when, when Michael, the main character left the office, people were really upset and a lot of people stopped watching it. Mm. And you know, they made another three or four seasons after that. And people were like, oh, he was the whole show. Why did they do this? They ruined it. The mm. legacy, blah, 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 But honestly, like it was still great television. Mm. It, I mean, we're talking about another three, four years of awesome television. I mean, when I watch The Office, like we, my wife and I have rewatched The Office a dozen times probably. I mean, we, you know, just every, you know, every other year or so we were just like, oh, nothing to watch. Let's start The Office. And then we end up watching the whole thing. But, uh, you know, we would have missed out on really good character development through all that. And the introduction of new characters, which would never have even been considered in the show and but here's the thing is is like you're talking 6 years into the office it's such a money maker for them
0: yeah. and it's
1: so it's so powerful for NBC as a network that they are interested in keeping it alive any way they can and good television comes out of it mm. whereas now it, you know if we look back at the office if it was being made now i mean the, the Office season one is not even that good, and it was very short. The first season of The Office is only six episodes or something, yeah. and the character had some real flaws. The The main character, the the boss, the British version of The Office only made it a season or two because yeah. that's it. They, they kind of, the character was kind of an asshole. The show wasn't that likable. So they, they kind of killed it and moved on. But NBC said, oh, we have a really good premise here. Let's make some edits to the character and and move on with it. And they had really good television. And then when the main character was leaving, they made it work otherwise. And I'm not going to say those are my favorite episodes. Some, some parts are. But, it, you know, it would be a shame to just kill off The Office and... After one or two seasons because because NBC got bored and wanted to go work on something else.
0: Do you think that's it? Do you think it's just networks now are like, oh, we're bored of this new thing? Like I think,
1: new, new, new. I think I think the attention span of viewers is shorter and that they get new subscribers and they get new eyeballs by presenting new things and being able to run marketing campaigns around the hit new TV show.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um And there is, there's so much more variety now. So, you know, like, you really like The Office. I like it. You know, it's funny, but it's not my, like, go-to. But if there are 150 seasons of The Office and nothing else, I'm not going to subscribe to Netflix because I don't want to watch that. Like, I want to watch, like, a really diverse range of weird shit, which Mm. they have. Um, But I do think... That
1: that should be be their tagline. (laughs) A good diverse group of weird shit.
0: (laughs) I'll write to them. Um, yeah.
1: Um, so I think, um, I think it's important to kind of consider this with music also, Mm -hmm. because and this is, this is kind of a crazy thing is that Spotify is literally changing the way songs are written. Mm. And I don't have the, I don't have the study in front of me, but you'll, you'll kind of know it in in your heart if you uh, you know once <laughs> i start talking about it is that songs are more likely to lead with a chorus or if they have an intro to have a very short intro and get to the hook really quickly really quickly or
0: people skip right or
1: people skip because that's that's what they're that's what you're fighting against on spotify now is if somebody doesn't like the song, then they just skip and go to the next one. And if mm-hmm. they skip and go to the next one, then you don't get paid for that play. Yeah. So your whole goal in the in the music industry now is to get people to stay for longer than 15 seconds or longer than 30 seconds or whatever, so mm-hmm. that you get credit for that play before they move on.
0: I wonder how, like, this information must be available on the internet. We, I wish we weren't so poorly researched. Mm-hmm. But how many seconds do you have like there must be an optimum number of seconds like if people skip how quickly do they likely skip how fast do you have to grab them i'd love to know like the what's the actual yeah it's
1: like within five seconds
0: that's crazy
1: um but so the thing is is that it's completely changing the way songs are written and kind of it's in a in a micro sense it's the same thing that's happening in television shows where you used to be able to have this a long song which developed. It had an intro, then it had a verse where you were kind of Uh, you know, hooking people into the story and getting people, you know, doing like Mm. songwriting, you know, Mm. telling the story, introducing a character, whatever's going on in the song. It was part of the songwriting for the first verse, and then the chorus is where the message really comes out. But now people just want to have the fucking chorus drop and shake their booty to it.
0: Right? (laughs) You felt like such an old man.
1: Now I'm getting back into the old man.
0: Um, but so last night I was (laughs) hanging out in the garden with some friends. Um, um and we're listening we listened to like you know wild music everything all over the place um um and we ended up listening to like some you know funny old power ballads and stuff and we were listening to um you took the words right out of my mouth by meatloaf okay you know song? Got, and the intro oh my god it's so long and it's just like couple talking it's like um <laughs> On a hot summer night, would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? <laughs> yes. and it. Got, but it, the intro, oh, my God, the intro is like three minutes long. <laughs> like, Jesus. I'm like that. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs in the whole world. It makes me really happy. Um, But now, if like, that would just never happen. Like, you would never be allowed that. It's, like, too long for radio. You'd skip it on Spotify because it's this weird talking that isn't mm-hmm. music. Like, no way.
1: Mm-hmm. The other the other thing that's uh, the other thing that's happening and I'm very much um, this is something that I feel I've been a party to as a DJ and as somebody who works in the music industry is that people don't really produce albums anymore. Mm. Or if they do produce an album, it's like a collection of their singles, which they've (laughs) released already, which are now being repackaged into an album.
0: Because I love listening to an album. Like, I... Do you, though? I, I do, Kyle. When's I do. the last time
1: you listened to a full album? To,
0: just, like, sat down and listened to a full I, album. It
1: can be on the road or, or um, whatever, but when's the last time you listened, intro track, you, like you the know, whole, 10 tracks through, through, finished it out? Actually,
0: quite recently, because I've been feeling, I think, a bit homesick, so I've been a bit nostalgic. So I've been going back and listening to stuff that, um you know, I used to have the CD in my car, so I'd listen to the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, So the other day I had on, while I was doing stuff at home, um, the Alanis Morissette one. Okay. Um, I think Jagged Little Pill. I really listened okay. to the whole... That, that, that we talked
1: about in episode yeah, one yeah, of this that, podcast.
0: that album is friggin' great from beginning to end. I love it. Um, I used... To, uh, one of the Adele ones I listened through recently, I think 21, that Okay. she did. Um, but I like it because, I don't know, I like when you feel like an album is, like, you you start somewhere and you end somewhere and it all logically makes sense together. Mm-hmm. I would often listen to an album over, like, a Spotify playlist if I'm by myself listening.
1: Yeah, so I listen to albums quite a bit also, but it is... It's different than it used to be. Mm. Okay? I
0: haven't listened to a new album in a while. Like, I I couldn't tell you, like, a singer in the last year that's released an album or a band that I've been like, oh, cool, I'm going to listen to that album.
1: Yeah, well, and here's the thing that, like... And again, this is kind of an old man uh, approach to it. But it, it, like when I was in high school, you would go to the record shop and you would buy you would buy CDs or whatever. Because I'm
0: 150 years old, exactly.
1: But when you when you were buying an album, it had purpose. You know, you were buying it because. You owned everything from that band or, Mm. you know, you would buy older albums because it had all the tracks on it that you really like. But Mm -hmm. every, every, every album that you purchased had a purpose to it Mm -hmm. and you played the fuck out of that album. I mean, you know, you had a limited number that you could own. So you would, you would listen to those as often as you could, or whenever you were listening to music so that the tracks that you listen to growing up now hold a lot of nostalgia and those a lot of those you know a lot of those albums have lasted for a long time and and will hold up whereas now you again even if somebody's releasing an album it doesn't have the legs that it used to mm. and I'm definitely guilty of this as a dj because most of the time to be honest i I go through this kind of internal struggle a little bit is like, do I even enjoy listening to music anymore? Because, Aww, when I, no, I mean, obviously, I do enjoy listening to music, but I would say 90% of the time when I put music on, it's not because I'm like, really want to hear a song. It's like I'm doing research. Yeah. You know, it's I have, you know, on my Spotify, I follow a million artists so that my new music Friday or my Discover Weekly or whatever the fuck that playlist is called is full of everyone's new releases on Friday. Mm -hmm. And so every Friday and every weekend, I'm listening to the new releases because I'm looking to see what artists are doing. I'm looking to see what I can put into my sets. I'm Mm. looking to see all these things. It's very rare. Well, I mean,
0: you turned a hobby and a passion into a job, and I do think that's...
1: Yeah, it's you know, true. That's
0: not you specific or music specifically. I think, you know, if you take anything that you love and then you turn it into a job, you're like, oh, now I love it a bit less. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn it. I, don't, I don't love it less, but it has changed the way that I listen to music, for sure, mm. uh, because I spend so much time just constantly seeking new material. And the average person just does not do that.
0: I do, I do not do that.
1: Yeah. Like, and the, this is, you know, when I, was in, when I was in grad school, this is one of the things that we talked about because everybody, I, I studied music business in grad school. And we would have, you know, everybody would, would have these ideas for like a new app or a new service or something. Mm-hmm. And so much stuff was based around music discovery. Yeah. And it was like this is the new thing is like how are how do we let people discover new music or find mm-hmm. artists they never heard of or things like that. And it was like we had to get this reality check once in a while is that the average fan does not give a fuck about music discovery. Like yeah. this is not a problem that the average listener has. It's the problem that somebody who spends every waking hour thinking about music has.
0: <laughs> like all you guys doing a fucking yeah. So music all, so degree. all all
1: of us t- doing degrees in music business, we're trying to solve this problem of like music discovery and finding all this new stuff. Where it just isn't a problem that most people that most people are looking to solve. They're mm. happy just to put on you know the Spotify hits playlist and listen to it and that's just as good for them yeah um but uh, you know so it's definitely so spotify and kind of this digital industry is definitely changing the way that we listen to things i do think it's worth noting um as i know you wanted to talk about stuff outside music for for a minute mm. um the last thing i'll say on music is that interestingly this isn't the first time that media has changed music and i and i think it i do think it's important to understand that mm. meaning we went from, uh, you know, from an LP, which mm-hmm. was an, an album, you know, half an hour of music on, on each side uh, to people started using 45s, which mm-hmm. are five minutes of music on each side. And if somebody had a single that was longer than that time. Could. It, it couldn't be released on 45. Mm. It just couldn't. So nobody would have the, if somebody was releasing an album and then had a leading single on the album, it couldn't be the seven-minute power ballad with a three-minute in intro. Yeah. It, it just couldn't be. It, it, like physically it was physically impossible. impossible for it to be. So when selling singles like that became a popular thing in the music industry, it changed to focus on the short, the shorter simpler songs Mm. and now we're seeing a folding over of that again where it's not just the short simple songs that are making it it's the short simple songs that have an extremely catchy hook which comes in in the first 15 seconds yeah um but you know you can't help but look at it with a bit of a nostalgia or uh you know you can't help but feel some type of way when you're when you're looking at these things whether it's tv or music or Mm -hmm. whatever
0: Um, I don't really have anything to add to your point. I think you made it very concisely and articulately and well. Um, And I think this is something, I think you're definitely right about people's attention spans being shorter. Um, And I think that's across basically all media, like of any kind. Um, You know, I think things generally are getting like shorter, tighter, more like things happen faster like if you look at like mobile games which are absolutely huge Mm -hmm. um you need to have your an incite so not not mobile games which are like uh things that are more story driven so narrative focused mobile games you need to have your inciting incident within the first three to five minutes of gameplay or ideally under three or you're out Mm. and you can see that because you know when you're playing a mobile game, the app developers can track literally every single thing you do inside mm. that app. So you can see immediately where you lose players where there's a drop in retention. And so the the inciting incident, the hook, the like the jazzy first chorus, mm-hmm. um, needs to happen within the first three minutes, or you lose people. Mm-hmm. so if you if it's something text-based, it needs to be within the first fifty to a hundred um, like lines of text, mm-hmm. or you lose people. And it's a massive, massive drop in retention. Um, So companies, you know, they spend a lot of money and a lot of time gathering data um, and optimizing um, even old IP to make it work better now. So a lot of gaming, you know, even big, big gaming companies, not just mobile, are looking at old IPs, which existed in, you know, the 90s or in the early 2000s, and then they're revamping them now for you know, current players for younger, for younger players, mm-hmm. it's making older players really angry because they're like, no, leave it alone. It was perfect in its first iteration in 1997. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like people are real mad about it. Um, but, you know, companies spending and a lot of this information comes from data. Um, so it's not just like, oh, I've got an idea. Let's change it like this. Like they can see where people drop off or where stuff doesn't work. And obviously now we have like better, you know, we can make games way more complex and like the graphics are better, the art's better. Um, and there's a much, much, much stronger focus on narrative, on having a story that really drives the plot forward, which we had a lot less mm-hmm. before. So games used to be a series of action that you'd kind of develop them by thinking of a series of action sequences that were cool. And then how do you put them together? Whereas now it's more It's narrative driven. So you'd think of the world and the story first and then everything else comes in. But if you don't grab people really early, it's just not going to happen. Like, I think we're going to see less, um, you know, what would be a gaming version of like, you know, Fast and Furious 12. Right. Um, (laughs) We're going to see less of that and these more, you know, games which are really cool but shorter and like maybe a Uh one-off or old IPs reinvented, but Uh it's not going to be... You know this game number twelve as much anymore.
1: So I don't play any mobile games.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, sorry, um, but I do play a few console video games. Mm. Um, and specifically, I really only buy games that are that I played when I was a kid. Yeah, um, I mean
0: my favorite game of all time, Age of Empires. Um, uh-huh. Amazing, absolutely yeah. love it. But <laughs> like, so th- literally
1: 1997. So the <laughs> the. Uh, so recently I bought uh, Crash Bandicoot, which is a game that I played on PlayStation back in the day. I think yep. that was PlayStation 1 back in the day.
0: I had that on PlayStation 1, too. I loved it. Oh, we
1: could play after. <gasps> Can um, we? Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's literally like a reissue of those of those first games. Um, and it's interesting to me because... To me, they are fucking hard. Yeah. And I they're fast, right? Uh, Yeah, they're fast. They're hard to play. And I remember that like when I was a kid and maybe this is just me and that, you know, I know gamers will play for hours and hours, but that's not how I play video games anymore. And like when I was a kid, a video game, like a video game session was like six hours.
0: Yeah. It was like... Because you were a kid. Like you yeah. Had, you didn't have responsibilities. <laughs>
1: Um, and it was like you come home after school and you're doing that from 2 p.m. until dinner yeah. or you're playing from dinner until bed or whatever mm. it is or or a whole fucking day on a Saturday. And, you know, it was like you could play one level for hours and hours and it was like that's all you had to do as a kid. So it's mm. like I'm going to beat this level and you learn how to do it and you learn how to get really good and you you, you know, master all the motions and everything like that. And now it's like I play Crash Bandicoot for twenty minutes, and I'm like, "Wow, this is exhausting. This game is way too fucking hard for like, me."
0: Stressful. Because <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, it's like a run, like you running, 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 yeah. Running, running, yeah, yeah. Running. yeah. Do you know, I love the like classics. I love from when I was little. Were like Spyro. I love oh, all the Spyro yeah. ones. Like collect the dragon, get the egg. Uh-huh. Oh, I loved
1: all of that. Uh-huh. Um, but like, yeah, for sure, I don't. I don't have the. I don't have the mind to play games like that, or for as many hours where it would require me to really kind of develop the skill set. Yeah, and you're to like develop I'm not interested the in Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, to all the kids out there. Uh, learn something. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any good takeaways from this.
0: That's some great advice. Okay, so hang on. What was the original point, and have we reached a conclusion?
1: Um, Your
0: original point was Netflix is ruining television. Yes. I disagree with you, and I disagreed with you at the beginning. I disagree with you now. Cool. And you still feel the same way yeah (laughs) okay great well productive conversation (laughs) um interesting though about the spotify stuff i hadn't thought of it but it makes complete sense Mm. and that kind of makes me sad
1: Mm.
0: still Um. skip songs on spotify though
1: Our final segment is the dumbest thing you heard all week.
0: Brum, 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 brum. You go first, Carl. Um oh
1: shit. I had another one that was from Reddit.
0: <laughs> I like your Reddit ones. I had one and I've freaking forgotten it. Uh
1: okay, so I was listening to a podcast and the person, uh, it was a very high-profile, recently launched podcast. And are you going to name drop? Um, all right, fine. It was <laughs> uh, it was be anti-racist with I- Ibram X Kendi, mm-hmm. which is based on his book How to Be Anti-Racist, mm-hmm. which is a good book uh, that I have some problems with. That's a discussion for another episode. <laughs> I thought uh, you had
0: problems with anti-racist baby.
1: Um, Oh, I definitely have problems with the anti-racist baby. Um, But uh, yeah, in the podcast, he was interviewing someone and the person he was interviewing said that PTSD does not exist in America anymore because we're in a constant state of trauma and stress.
0: Jesus. Does it, wait, does that does that mean that just everybody has PTSD all the time at all times?
1: Well, we never have the post trauma. Was was her point? Um, and I was and I was just like, you know what? Like this is not how I want to start off listening to this podcast. Like this this. It just annoyed the shit out of me, if I'm being totally honest. It's like.
0: Why did it annoy you? It's because it's a bit whiny. Like, we're all victims.
1: Yes, exactly. And while I think his book does a great job of laying, of like calmly laying out certain points, mm. it was just like, I do not want to listen to this person fucking whine about the state of America for half an hour if that's her, if that's her lead off. Is that like, we're. <sighs> We're under constant trauma. Like, okay, for sure we have problems, but, like, we're in a constant state of trauma and stress. Like, like that it's just not something I want to listen to.
0: And I often feel that people are like, oh, my God, the world right now is terrible. But I'm like, doesn't every generation always think that? Always. <laughs> like, I don't know. And now we're, we're living in, like, relative peace, in, you know, globally. Um, because, you know, we have to all, all nuke each other and then we will be dead. Um, but you know, th- what do you think? Like people were saying, you know, the generation beforehand, they were all being like shipped off to Vietnam and shit,
1: yeah. like, <laughs>
0: you know, and that actually takes away, you know, there are people that really do have PTSD and that really mm-hmm. takes away from them. It's quite like a mm-hmm. mean thing to say. I don't like it when people, um, take a mental illness and then like throw it around. Like one thing that really frigging annoys me is when people say, oh, you know, I'm a bit OCD about that. Mm. And I'm like, don't say that. You're not OCD about it. It's just mm. something that bothers you. You don't have OCD. Mm. OCD is a medical condition.
1: I think I said that last week. Did you? Yeah. Did I get annoyed? Don't roll my eyes here? <laughs> I'm know. like, oh,
0: like, you don't have OCD. Or like, it's do you? It's true. It's true. No, that's like, very fair. It's frigging annoying. So if you say, you know, nobody has PTSD, I'm like, well, people actually do because there are people that have been through horrific trauma or war, and, like, you shouldn't say, well, everyone's got it. No, because it's a real actual medical condition.
1: Uh, I should clarify a bit that I didn't listen to the rest of the episode because it annoyed me and I turned it off. <laughs> so it's possible that that she, you know, qualified that statement in some way. And <laughs> but you didn't she, get to that part. <laughs> <and you're laughs> if annoyed. she had, then I, then I probably wouldn't be talking about it here. But, uh, yeah, the, mm. there's the uh, short attention spam for you.
0: Well, there you go. Um, so I was hanging out with a group of boys last night and we're having the most ridiculous conversation about what one of them <laughs> needs to go and see a doctor but won't go and see a doctor because he's like, oh, it's going to be such a faff to go, blah, 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 Oh, yeah, I'll just go to the doctors and then they'll just tell me that I'm sick anyway. So what's even the point in going? It won't even be serious. Um, and this dude's girlfriend pointed out, she was like, yeah, but you don't know if you're ill or not. And if it is really serious, you do need to find out or you'll end up dead. And he was like, mm, I'm still not going. And that was the most fucking stupid conversation. You know, and I wasn't really like a huge part of it. And I was just overhearing. And I was like, <laughs> this is dumb. You're dumb. Everybody, like, why? Like, what's wrong with you? Are you a boy that doesn't like going to the doctors? Or would you go to the doctors, if you will?
1: I am uh, a boy that doesn't like
0: going oh, to the doctors. Like, <laughs> Why? 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 He just had like a weird mole or something, you know, that he needed to go and get <laughs> checked out. Then like, it's either it's nothing or it's fucking skin cancer, dude. You can die like or have like a weird growth. I don't know. Go get it fucking checked out. What's wrong with these boys? Oh, God, so stupid. Does your wife bully you, though? I imagine she does.
1: Uh, Sometimes, yeah.
0: Like when necessary.
1: When necessary, yeah. I love I've got health insurance. It's fucking great. I love going to the doctors Go all the time. The thing is, is I don't. Uh, no, I'm not even gonna say that. yeah. <laughs>
0: were you about to say something dumb? I I often
1: don't want to take the medicine that they're prescribing <laughs> to me.
0: <laughs> Kyle, so if you're there like you need antibiotics, you're just like no <laughs> because my zero years of medical training tell me no.
1: That's that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I, I'm, I know myself and what I need and don't need.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you're wrong, but we'll we'll, (laughs) we'll let that lie. Um, and then the other thing is I've started listening to a new podcast, which I think you would love. Uh, it's called Off Menu. Um, and it's by James A. Caster and I've forgotten the other dude's name. Oh, Ed Gamble. So Off Menu by Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Very British comedians. Very, 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 very funny. And just every single thing they say is the most stupid thing I've ever heard. Per- per- like perpetually. Um, and I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that's made me laugh as much. You should listen to it. <laughs> Great. There we go. The- that has been, are we done? Yeah are what it's about. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at what it's about pod. You can send us an email at what it's about pod at gmail.com or you can find our website which is www.whatitsabout.fun. Yes.fun. Yes, dot
1: fun. Our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole. Other music this week from Ashutosh Music, Mativ, and Whataboy. Um, I would like to say, I know we don't usually do this stuff, but if you're listening to this, like if you've gotten this far in the podcast, <laughs> do me a favor and just tell somebody else to listen to it. Like just fucking text your friend like, hey bro, I listened to the dumbest fucking podcast.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> should listen to it too. I can't believe you're doing this. This makes my skin crawl this is your years of promoting your fucking cassette tapes isn't it
1: here's the thing claire is like (laughs) we're nearly an hour into the show now if somebody's still listening then they like us and they're not going to turn it off now